what you, what you want, man? What you want? Where you, where you working at? Are you talking about, I, I see you in the text message talking about feeling guilty. What's, what's up? Oh, I'm super essential. I work at Howard University for the H students that they haven't thrown away yet. So, like wow. the H students is, is ordering all the ASOS and, and what's that cheap ass shit that kids get now? Um, um, not the what's the shit? I, I I can't remember the name, but they just get like tons of it. The girls get like the tights and all that. Like, okay, I can't remember the name of the thing, but it's 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 some trash shit that's like eight dollars, and they ordering it by the dozen every day. And so you know, I'm hashtag essential. So you in you in the thick of it. You in the thick of it. I mean, just you know what I'm saying. I had a person who's getting investigated right now for the virus. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's exactly. It's, it's yikes time. It's yikes time. I'm masked up, loved up. Yeah, but but except for your mother's not 90 though. It's like yeah, but my grandmother is. Oh. Ooh, ah, yeah. I read that wrong. Ah, I thought I thought she was being funny. My mama, like my mom, like we call her mom. That's oh. my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Like people don't get that, okay. but it's like okay. she's worried too. So it's like she just stay in her room on some children of the corn type shit. Like you just in the closet, just like locked up. You know what I'm saying? So I feel real good about it. I didn't I gotta, know that. Gotta pay the rent. Gotta okay. Pay the rent. I got you. I, I, I understand it all the way. More, I understand it all the way. It's more, not a game, but I'm a part of it right now. Oh, you got the heady. You oh, sipping? Of course. Of course. Got the pint. I got the pint yesterday, but it just, it was meant. You hit me up today. It was like, yo, you trying to do this? Yeah. And then I listened to your content. I've been sitting here listening to it. Okay. All and right. I feel wild because, like, you know what I mean? Recon just stole my thunder, so I got <laughs> like I can't be the wild one because he was just be sucking and oh man, he was just, he was just really off top. Like, yeah, man. yeah. I guess I got to be humble. You know? I'm okay. just being humble. I'm just some guy lay down the street, some guy. Yeah, you know I mean, some random dude lay down the street. So, so, so I'm, I, I, you know, I feel like in this space, I can't even call you logic, you know, because lo- <laughs> it's lo- a white dude stole Yeah, it is a white dude stole He stole that joint. He stole that joint. Yo, I, 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 I really felt bad last time, last cast, because I was calling uh, Sean by his full government, you know, yeah. and I want to stay away from that. I'm going to just call you TD Ameritrade, you know. Yeah, okay, that's like, cool. That's cool. Big Bang. Big Bang, take a little back. I'm with that. Big Bang, take a little back. I'm with that. I can work with that. Yo, this this is officially sipping slow with Joe. Uh, I got my man TD on the line. Logic. Hey. Hey. This is yo, I, you know, for real. I want I want uh, those listening to know that there's a lot of history here because because it's bigger than just uh, somebody I know from way back. It's a man that was born on the exact same day of the exact same year, and we live life like that together. Like in that May twenty fourth. Can I say the year? Can I say the year? It's okay. It's okay. But after that, I got to do a disclaimer. Go ahead and say the year. Do what you need to do. 
May 24th, 1981. 39 years ago, you know, uh, 10 days or so from now. Where, where are we at? We're, we're at the 13th, so 11 days from now, we turn 39 together. Um, yikes. Yikes. <laughs> but, yikes. That's the, but that's the kind of energy we got going on on this podcast. Like right now, you know, two dudes born on the same day, you think, damn, y'all see alike. Never, no. ever. Not at any point now. Not to cut the host off. He's a wonderful host. He's really good at this. I'm really excited about what's going on. I, we were just talking offline, and, and this is the hustle. This is the grind. I'm excited to see my brother out here, like, really giving it up like this. But this is my personal disclaimer. Mm. Mm. You're going to hear some stuff that's mm. going to show our history because our history, our connection is made, comes with a certain type of back and forth so this this should be interesting for the listeners i hope you guys enjoy it i'm going to try to contain myself within some <laughs> realm of logical pursuit but i mean it's gonna go where it's gonna go right My man hundred grand but we don't agree on, on anything. anything so just understand <laughs> that all of this is gonna be it's disagreements. If you were looking for like a lot of love and a lot of sympathy and back and forth, how you doing, brother? What's going on with you? Yeah, man. We, nah, 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 nah. That's not the one for you. You might want to switch or hit the button or, or find like another thing to do because this one is gonna go there in that that mind state. If if if, if I can give man. if I can give an example, it's like you know I give an opinion. You know I tell you my opinion, and it always begins the same way. I'm going to give my opinion because I'm a vocal guy. I'm outward like that, right? Yes, sir. And then, yes, sir. And then Thomas's retort, TD's retort, is always begins with Joseph. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? And it's, it's starting. It's, it's, it, we like, what, 145, 215, <laughs> something like that? And it's already getting into that position where it's the back and forth. Listeners, strap in. Just strap in. Just, just, just put your seatbelts on. Keep your hands inside the vehicle all the time. It's, it's, it's about to go there. It's nasty. So, so what we got to get to, right? Is yes, sir. You know, I mean, oh, one way we were similar, right? Is we yes, we are uh, uh, a, a shamed Nick fan. Like, yes. Woo. Yes, we we share that singular oppression that comes with recognizing that the entire period of basketball that you lived and loved was about 26 <laughs> seconds in episode six of a Jordan doc. Like it was like 26 seconds. Like yeah. you're like somebody yeah. dunked on somebody, then they pointed at Spike. And that was all we got. And that's my whole history of basketball. That's everything I've ever loved. It's everything I've ever won. It's that's what we got. And it's also surprisingly our hatred for Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Oh, but hate him. Can't stand him. Can't can't stand him, and Respect. I've talked and I've talked with other people that can't stand him, but still crown. Yes, him. sir. So so my question to you is, TD, who is yes, Michael sir. Jeffrey Jordan to you, and is he? I need you to answer in your response. I need two things. Yes, I need, who is yes, Michael sir. Jeffrey Jordan to you, and then is okay. he the greatest basketball player of all time? Go. 
Okay. Who is Michael Jeffrey Jordan to me? Now, understand that this is sipping slow. So as I pour this Pepsi with this Hennessy, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking very deeply about what Michael Jordan is. He's the dude that ruined basketball for me. Specifically, like that one dude, like that dude came through New York as many times as humanly possible and destroyed everything that we loved about our team and about our organization and kind of about the city in a lot of different ways. Like, because you ended up having everybody in New York pretending like they love Michael Jordan. Like, you know, he was born in New York, yada, yada. And you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he did to us. Like, he, he, he that's what he is to me. Like, that's what he means to me. Like, he, he uh, just this, this, this gnat in your hair. Like, you just can't get around this guy. You can't, get away from the symbolism of the points and and the swag and all these different things and Patrick Ewing looking at him crazy and you, you just can't get away. You can't talk about the Knicks at this point without talking about that dude. That's what he is to me. He's 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 a consistent oppressive source of anger and hatred. That's what he used to me. It's, it's, it, 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 sounds, it sounds like a therapy session right now that needs to go on. To, it's, I'm really I, giving you my feelings. I'm really giving you my feelings. I'm right, giving you my right. heart right now. Okay. So is he the GOAT? It's, 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 it's shipping slow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Jeffrey Jordan is the greatest basketball player that I never liked in the history of basketball. Come on, man. I, I, yeah, I, I know. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. It's taken me 34, how? maybe 35 years because of the story. Man. As you get older, as you grow into a man and you live your own life and you see things, you recognize it's not just the talent, the effort. It's the story. Like, you know what I'm saying? Jay-Z could rap. Lots of people could rap. But it wasn't just the rapping with him. It wasn't just the business. It's the story. Like, there'll never be another Jay-Z story like that. There'll never be another Michael Jordan story like that. Like, these stories are so few and far between that it, it, it changes the sport. It changes the dynamic, how we look at athletes. It, it, this dude was the dude. I hate this dude. I hate everything about this dude. I was rooting for Isaiah Thomas, not shaking his hand. Like, I, I hate everything about this dude. But the dude was nice, man. The dude was nice. The dude was really, really petty. He was a terrible teammate. <laughs> I don't want to talk about his family life, but I've seen eight episodes. I ain't seen his kids or his wife one time. Not I, once. I don't know exactly. I, I, I'm just saying, I ain't seen it. Right, right, right. But the dude was nice with the rock, Paul. And I and I agree with you. So why can't he be the greatest of the '90s era? Because he did. He wasn't the greatest of the 2000 era. He wasn't the greatest of the that '80s era. And he was in at '84. If I'm if I'm right, he's 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 clocking time. You're 80, right. 1984, right? And yeah. I didn't hear You're shit. Right. That was you that know? was Larry and 
that was Larry and Magic. Right. Why can't they be the greatest but of the eighties? I like that argument. I've 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 posed that argument at local barbershops around certain areas and you have to be careful about that argument because it might, you know, get like a bad shape up because you have to be careful about how you discuss these type of things. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just go in the barbershop and try to like re-fix right. every type of argument. But if you want to separate it to like the generations and the decades and all of that, you can do that. I mean, it's, it's, it's doable. It's doable. Okay. But for the purposes of the question that you asked, you didn't ask me if he was the greatest in his generation. You asked me if he was the greatest. Looking at all the things that I've seen, I haven't seen anything like that. I prefer LeBron James. I'm a LeBron James fan. For reasons what? Probably Are you nothing. serious? Now yeah. that I didn't things know. things that probably have nothing to do with basketball. You, you I just think blew my things mind. That don't have anything to do with there are things that don't have anything to do with basketball that make me kind of lean towards LeBron James in, in, in terms of my fan. Okay. Fan. Okay. Okay. All it's right. it's non that it's just personality thing that I right. do that I can understand with the kid. Okay. All right. I don't get with MJ like that. I never got it. For mm. instance, here's a story. Okay, go ahead. I think it was episode seven, real quick. He said something about being a teammate and pushing people and whatever, whatever. And he was like, and I'm just paraphrasing. I don't know exactly the word. But it was something like, if you think I'm a bad person, a bad teammate or something like that, you could think that. But that's because you never wanted anything in your life. And that made me hate that dude. Like, because it was true. It was honest. I had to sit in my bathtub and think, have I ever wanted anything as much as Michael Joe wanted them trophies? Nah. Nah, I, I can't name anything off the top. Like, nah. LeBron James is a little bit more approachable in terms of being a fan than MJ for me. Okay. Right. Is where I'm going. I see. I see. I think I see the direction you're going into. Yes, sir. You're talking about the drive of MJ is not a human being's drive. Like, that's it's, not a. It's, 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 it's self serving, self sabotaging to a lot of levels. And it only works. Because it worked, it it, it 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 feels like we're all discussing it now because mm-hmm. it worked. Because if it didn't work, if he didn't get no rings and he was just an extreme asshole and treated like punch Steve Kerr's in the face and called Horace Grant mom whore and all these other things that he was wilding and doing, and then he didn't win nothing, the whole conversation would be different. So it's kind of like we look at it and we say, oh, well, he was an asshole, but he won, so maybe. Being a winner means you got to be an asshole. And I've never put it together like that for myself. Mm, mm. I've never agreed with that because I've seen LeBron be a champion and kind of not be an asshole. Okay. So I've seen uh, it happen. I've seen it. it it's possible. But, it, but it's not possible a, to win without being an asshole. But, but not undefeated champion. Like when Jordan went. Right. Yeah. Can't, and, can't deny that yeah. aspect. Right. And that's where you have to be honest about the greatness of the the 90s era. Yeah, I can be (laughs) honest about the greatness of 91 to 98. Right. I'll give it to him. 
I, Great. I, I, and I, listen, listen, brother. The greatness of 91 and 98 for us as Knicks fans, I don't think we should be allowed to even judge it in that way because what we find beautiful about basketball was quite simply the most disgusting looking basketball ever. Looking back at it, like if you look at it now, I was just on YouTube the other day and I was watching some of the old Knicks Miami Heat games. Those were terrible games. That was terrible basketball. Like that, we should have just fought. Like we should have just put the basketball down, went into like the lobby of the farm room or something like that, and just put headgear on and just got UFC with it because that's really what it was. It you know the basketball was secondary to fighting and and grind. It, it was such a grind. It was such okay. a grind. Okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we loved about it. And so I think that's what we love about '91 to '98 is the grind of it, the physical effort, the mm. fact that you could have three people who could dribble past and shoot, and then, like, seven guys who were just out there fighting. And, and, for, there and, fighting. and for Knicks fans, we could go from Anthony they Mason really good. and, and uh, yeah. what was his name, Charles Smith? Was it Charles Smith at Power Forward? No, we don't talk about Charles Smith. Uh, you, you want to talk about uh, We don't talk uh, about Charles Smith. Uh, Charles Smith, the one who missed the layups a million times. Uh, I don't want to ever talk about that guy again. But we had Anthony Mason at small forward. He was like the fattest small forward in in NBA history. Right. Yeah. But but he was nasty, though. He was as close as you could get to Zion Williams. He was close (laughs) in size. Not in athleticism, but just in sheer size, as Zion Williams said. Like, he was just... Six foot eight, like two hundred ninety-seven thousand. Uh, yeah, and he was he just was like na- knocking dudes over. And he was nasty. And nasty. then he had a mean face, and he was just a nasty basketball. Like he yeah. just played a nasty version of basketball, and it was just scary. He would get the ball and run down the court, and you would see people who were physically uncomfortable with touching <laughs> him while he was moving with a basketball. Like, I don't even want to touch you because he just looked like I'll put this basketball down. <laughs> and we're going to have a problem. And of all the people that was on the team, and of all the people that was on the team, he was one of the main people on our team that I remember growing up that didn't necessarily have the physical altercations that a lot of other players had. It's not a whole lot of tape of him getting it in with people because people already knew what he was working with. They already knew how he was giving it up. You could look at him and see this dude is six foot seven, six foot eight, 290,000 pounds, and he's ready to pop off. At any time. We don't even know why he's on the – like, why are you here? <laughs> he don't really want to score. He really want to box. It's what he wanted to do. He was nasty. He was nasty. I, w- so I want to get – what I'm saying is that's how we felt. Oh, no, no. You go. That's how we felt. I feel like as somebody who grew up loving that style of basketball, looking at this, this Jordan doc and watching – the Bulls play. It makes me mad because my team never operated like that. It no, never looked didn't. beautiful. Even when we won, it wasn't ever beautiful. It was no beauty that came with our game. It was it, it was all pain. It was all pressure. It was all fighting. not. It was all not number one picks. I want to I want to stress the people of ninety the ninety one to ninety three era of the Bulls right because they had first round draft picks every year. Yeah. They they want to talk about B, you don't want to talk about BJ Armstrong, but I do. 
You don't want to talk about. I mean, uh, we can. Yeah, yeah. I, yo, he was a bad motherfucker. He was a bad he, motherfucker. Coming out of Detroit, he was he was he was a different dude. He looked like he was eleven, but he could score though. He could get some buckets up. Yes, Scotty Pippen. Up. And and look, and he they started even, for the next. They even did he that. Started for the next. They even did that in episode seven. They they have Jordan going against uh, <laughs> who 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 did BJ play for after the Bulls? I can't remember, but they Charlotte. had it. Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte. And, B, and BJ went after him, right? Like, he <laughs> fucked he, him up. He, I mean, if the doc one time, and because Michael Jordan is like a, I mean. If Michael Jordan was your dentist, your teeth would be all fucked up. Like, he, he he was specifically built to play basketball. I don't know any other arena where that level of intensity and that level of anger and hatred and pettiness would work. Like, I, if that was, like, your elementary school teacher or something, like, like it, you would never learn no math. Like, because this dude, he just, <laughs> he was too much into it. So, right, if I remember right. the documentary correctly, my man BJ hit a shot, kind of, you know, he didn't necessarily win the game with the shot, but he pushed the game to the point where it was unwinnable for the Bulls. Right, right. And Mike was like, well, that was disrespectful because he celebrated because yeah, he did no, this. No, he oh, told, no, he, that's, he, he came over and said, great game. Y'all played, y'all played great or something. Yeah, Mike, Mike said, yo, he. he came nah, that was LeBradford Smith, right? I, I thought I, that was LeBrad for sure. See that somebody from the team said y'all played it. Yeah, somebody from the team said you played a great game, and jo- that's all Jordan needs. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. The whole point of this documentary, the whole point of it, to kind of come back around and, and kind of link the conversation together. Every story ends up being, "Oh, you shouldn't have did that. Oh, you shouldn't have said that." You know, there's some George Carl, George Carl saw him at dinner and didn't speak. Oh, you should have speak. You know what I'm saying? Like with Michael Jordan, there was no way to know what you were supposed to do or what you wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It didn't matter. Damn. It didn't matter. He was going to make Absolutely. it up. Like whatever you did, he was going to make it up. Like it's it's on record. We've seen the doc. Half of it was made up. He just went in a room and was like, <laughs> fuck that. Nigga, I'm going to kill him. And then he came out and killed him. And the dude was like, what happened? Dude was like, what happened? Absolutely. Like he made Clyde Drexler lose his hair. Clyde Drexler never said oh. anything about it. He made Clyde Drexler lose his hair. Because they compared him on they compared him to Clyde Drexler. Oh, but he didn't do it. But he but Clyde didn't do it. The media did. <laughs> Clyde didn't come out and say we're comparable. He never said that. That's like, Clyde's true. out here doing That's his true. own thing. Clyde had a great career. He played great basketball. I've always felt like Clyde Drexler could do everything Michael Jordan could do till Michael Jordan showed up. Right, right. And as soon as Michael Jordan showed up, somebody started losing hair. And he was just standing around looking like, uh, here this nigga go. Here he go. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like that comparison at all. He didn't like it. He nah, didn't like, he didn't like but, that shit at but all. But people like that, they feed off that. They feed off of this internal... It's a device that just feeds off of negativity and turns it into something. And sometimes you have to make up negativity to put into it so that you can go, you know, so you just make something up. He didn't speak to me at dinner. Yeah. So now I'm going to score 90. 
George George Carl ran past me. I got I got to score fifty yeah. on these niggas, right? Yeah, my man hit the jump shot to win the game, and then he celebrated too much. <laughs> well, what was he supposed? <laughs> you celebrated? I seen Michael Jordan do all types of fists on the ground and jump up in the air, and ain't nobody say, "Well, I got to destroy Michael Jordan." You know what I'm saying? I I do. I I guess I I understand what you're saying right now because you're talking about his determination, and his determination yes, was based off bullshit. Yes, sir. Like. Most times, right. it, George Carl, George Carl knew him, and he didn't he didn't right. say hi to him in a game, so he had to score like forty five okay. points because they were playing in a final series where he won to win. <laughs> if the one time I don't speak to you at dinner is because we're going against each other in the finals and I want to win, seems to be like we meet at a competitive level. It seems to be like okay, he's locked in. Let me lock in. Bang. Right. But right. it's like oh, he didn't speak to me. He didn't lower himself to me. He didn't allow for me to trample all over the competitiveness <laughs> that I swear is so important. So now I got to destroy him. I got to assassinate him. And then he destroyed him. Right, he did. Right, but it, it's he just, a, it's, it's just, you can see it. You can see it after the, go ahead. I'm I'm with all of what you're saying right now, which is surprising, because okay. we were driving in a, we were in a, we were driving in a car to uh, Lincoln University, if you remember, and I'm right. playing Jay Z, and you're like, is there okay. something better on the radio that you could be playing? You know? I, and I asked, and I asked, and I asked, and at the end of this, for the listeners, I know right. this is kind of an interesting conversation that's going around in circles. Also, I'm drinking Hennessy, so as I'm speaking, I'm trying to keep a train of thought, but it's going in the direction that it's going. So I'm I'm praying that y'all are still listening and keeping up. Right. There's right. some but, comment but, sections, I'm sure. We're going to come back, and at the end, I'm going to ask you a really deep question at the end of the show. I'm at Okay. Okay. All right. I, look, listen. Really deep, and it's... it's I'm I'm giving I'm giving that that example of driving to Lincoln University and playing Jay Z yes, and you asking me is there anything on the radio that you could be playing that's better than this, you know, that's where we yes. come from. We come from that argumentative type thing. But in this conversation yes. right now, we actually agree. Michael Jordan was the most petty person ever, and that led to his determination. No, he's still petty. Yeah, he's he is. still petty. Did he, you he, see when he got the iPad and yes, he was listening to what Isaiah to Thomas say, yeah. was, and he's still mad about it. He's, he's still, still mad about yeah, it. Yeah, he's still fucked up. He's still mad. He's still He's still up. mad. I'm looking on ESPN and people are pretending like Chris Paul is better than Isaiah Thomas simply because he didn't shake Michael Jordan's hand in like 1988. Like, this is crazy. Like, the, the, right. the level of pettiness is just out. It's yeah. out of bounds. I, I saw it when, when when he when he uh on 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 eight on episode eight, I think he, he gets the iPad again and they show him what BJ Armstrong said about that series when he was with Charlotte. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he's like, Oh yeah, I right. never had a problem with BJ. Right. I just destroyed him. Nah, that was um that was um that was um Gary that- Payton. Who I you know you oh yeah yeah oh I'm sorry with the glove that was Gary like he's like I never had a problem with the glove at Lago nineteen ninety eight with the glove he said I ain't had no problem scoring on the glove and the glove was giving everything he could he did everything he could do he played him as hard as any man I've ever destroyed him has played Michael Jordan and I'm not gonna say he destroyed him but he definitely did what Michael Jordan does. And he had the better team. 
So if he was doing 82% of Michael Jordan shit and then the rest of the team was getting off, he was going to lose. Facts. You know what I'm saying? The doc wasn't showing you what Scotty was scoring, what Steve Kerr was scoring, what Rodman was, you know, all those guys were operating at prime level. Right. You know, it was right. just Mike versus Gary, but it was, you know, that's a game in the game. Like it, the rest of the game was going on and they was doing their thing. My my whole my whole argument, my whole point and and the wo- yes, reason the reason why I'm doing this podcast on these segments of Michael Jordan is because yes, he was great. He was Great. Right. 91 to 98. I'm not going to argue with you, but there's no way you're going to tell me Jordan as a wizard or Jordan in 1985, <laughs> 86, 87, 88. You know, he's just not going to be, he, he's not going to be in that conversation and, and he's not going to be in that conversation. Not because he can wasn't we, good. He just wasn't Jordan yet. Can we keep it above? Go can, ahead. We talk, can we talk honestly as brothers? Go ahead. Can we speak? Always, always. Until 1987 or so, if I remember correctly, if I remember, I used to read the newspaper, you know, back when they had like a newspaper with a sports section with people that actually knew what they was talking about and would like write about this type of stuff. I would read the newspaper. And from everything that I could remember, Michael Jordan was compared in a lot of ways to like an Allen Allison back then. Like, yeah, he's a great individual player. Yeah, he gets buckets. Yeah, he does all these things. But you'll never win with one guy. You'll never win with one guy doing it all. You understand what I'm saying? So when you're saying he wasn't the dude yet, you're right. So but how... you're kind of wrong, too, because he okay, was still ahead. that dude. He was still that dude. Ben Gordon was that co- dude at one time. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. You put Come ben on, man. Oh, Come on, oh. man. Come oh, on, let's God. go. Did you put- okay, man. Latrell Sprewell was that dude this, at one time. This is the Joey I miss. Oh. He just pulled Ben Gordon out of the bag. When is, listener, when mm-hmm. is the last time a human being said anything to you about Ben Gordon? <laughs> When's the last time you heard that? Listener, I'm, I'm not asking Joseph. I'm actually a listener. As you listen hey. to this, Google Ben Gordon and then holla at me in the comments. He was the man. Holla he was a scorer. Jordan is a scorer. He was I'm a just... dude. <laughs> he was a dude. He was, I don't even, you must have Wikipedia open right now. Like, he's oh. just a dude. Like, what are you saying? No. Like, he was, no. He, no. What's, what's no. my man? What's and my man that was? About ben Gordon. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to spend time on that. I, I I know. Who do you I want to say? That out to be argumentative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I love it. What 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 Nick do I want to talk about? The point guard. Who do I None. Please don't ever <laughs> put no Nick next to Low Ben Gordon. Please. First of Please all, don't first do of all, like, we we agreed dis- on some things. Don't disrespect Charlie Ward and Chris Childs like that. First of all. Okay. And and I won't. Scrappy. Oh, scrappy. Chris yeah, Childs scrappy. punched Kobe Bryant in the face twice. It's my loved it. I I'll loved it. I loved every second it. of it. My mother loved it, and that might be the only thing we ever agreed. But it's, but that was great. But she didn't like Kobe either. No, I didn't like Kobe, but I yeah, I I didn't like I didn't Kobe like either. Him. I respect him, but he was great. That's another conversation. Another conversation. He was great, and that's another conversation. Great. I'm just speaking in terms of that one day when he said what. 
and then chin checked him on national television. That was one of the greatest days to be a Knicks fan. Here's and who, here's who I was talking about. We, as Knicks fans, shouldn't be talking about basketball like that because we like punching people in the mouth. That's what we like. I, I forgot his name, but now I remember. His name is Stefan Marbury. <sighs> Starberry. Starberry. And, and look, I'm not... I'm not comparing Jordan to Starberry because that's blasphemous as fuck, right? Okay, and and I'm I appreciate that. Doing, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. Seventeen thirty-eight ain't got to you yet. No, Jordan was a prolific, prolific scorer, and he was great. Yes. Ninety-one to ninety-eight, and after that, he may have moved to a Wizards team that I may or may not have been listening to on the radio. You know, <laughs> we 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 gonna it's forget funny. about that it's that funny. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. No, we're not. We're not no, gonna. For- we're not. I don't. No, so when I call not. him I the don't. greatest of all time, all time from '84. When did he retire? I don't. I don't. When I don't, did he retire it, again? Because he retired I, like seven times. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really don't like know. I don't know. I, I don't in know. 80, in in the '80s, know. he definitely wasn't the greatest. He definitely wasn't. He was great. He was His good. Team wasn't he, great. He was Stefan Marbury. His team. No, he was more. Mm. If I would have to compare him to somebody without having any numbers available right now, I would say he was more. He was Reggie Miller. No, he was two Reggie Millers. He he was. Mm. He was Allen Iverson. He was Allen Iverson. He was a dude who was the greatest dude individually, but the team wasn't where he was at. And at a certain level, they started to blame him for the team not being where it was at. And then people started putting things in place for the team to get to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the only part that really makes me upset with the Jordan doctrine and the Jordan legend is that like, it's, it's very little attention paid to the things that went on around Jordan to help his success. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're watching the doc, for instance, it's a lot of hatred about, what, Jerry Krause is his name? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When none of them niggas won nothing if it wasn't for Jerry Krause. Now, I don't know the dude. I didn't work for the dude, so I can't speak for the man in terms of his personality, you know, I'm not going to sit here, you short and whatever. Like, that's not my thing. Like, that's their thing. He did his job. You understand what I'm saying? He put the players in position yeah, yeah. to win. Like, like and I he said. he did it in a way that no player can do it. Right. Michael Jordan, with all the points he put up in the world, wasn't drafting. No, he, he wasn't drafting. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, because right. that wasn't even an error for that. That's LeBron. And that do that. Right. The LeBrons and the Dwayne Ways, that's like, get him. I want to play with that dude. And then they get, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that right. they didn't have that type of authority back in 89 and 90. You played with what they picked. So Jerry Krause did his job. I just think sometimes when we're talking about Michael Jordan, we give him all the credit for doing it. Like he did it by himself. He never did. And that doesn't take away from his greatness, but nope. he never did. It's the greatness of his era. His greatness is in the 90s. If he's the greatest in the 90s, you know, that's it. Like, I would, 
I'm going to switch sports on you because this is what I do in this podcast. I'm going to go to Tom Brady and the Patriots. Tom Brady and the Patriots. Now, this is where we're going to argue. Dominant. How are we going to argue with that? There, look, I, I, I admit I it. In, I'm a Jets in, fan, bro. In, in, in the pilot. I, if, if I wasn't contractually obligated to talk to you right now, wow. I'd the phone right there. Wow. Because I'm a Jets fan. I'm, I hate this, brother. I'm, but I'm admitting, I'm admitting something that's blasphemous to Cowboy fans, right? The fact that Barry Sanders. Oh, God, you're still a Cowboys fan. You're still yeah, Cowboys fan. Is the fact that Barry Sanders, the fact that Barry Sanders in the '90s was better than Emmitt Smith, right? Is something that I shouldn't say. Yes, because Barry don't have no championship. He was more talented. He's he was better. More talented. He's a better. He, he, he's, he's running. He did back. not have a better offensive line. He did not have a better quarterback. He didn't or have a better, better wide shit. receivers or better. He just his team wasn't better. At his position. And, at his Football. position in the 90s, there was no running back better than Barry Sanders. I don't care if you want to talk about Ricky Waters, if you want to talk about Emmitt Smith, there was no running back better than Barry Sanders. Now tell me I'm wrong. Curtis Martin. Curtis, my favorite. He was out there. Putting in work, breaking tackles, getting touchdowns, living that good life. Greasy head, good dude, Pittsburgh, all that. Like, upstanding gentleman. But yes, I would have to say that Barry was probably the best. I can't think of anybody that was better at that time. Not It's at just all. Barry played for Detroit. Unfortunately, Barry played for Detroit. he played for Detroit. And we had that one Largo Lion that was on the offensive line that they had weirdly was his name Glover. His name is Glover. Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. if he made a difference to Barry at all at that time or not in the eight seasons that Barry played. Cause I think Barry played eight seasons. You know, I'm doing this all off memory. So I know his name. I, I really know that his name was Glover. Definitely the offensive lineman that played with Barry. And I don't know if he actually uh, blocked for Barry at all because I don't remember there being blocks for Barry. But I know that Barry Sanders. <laughs> now, 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 I'm glad that you brought that up. Can I can I say this? Go ahead. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to segue into that, but you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up. The number one thing that I think that everybody needs to understand when they're talking about Barry Sanders is it was probably pretty fucking impossible to block for a guy that ran the football like Barry Sanders. I can't think of any offensive line in the league that could block 15 yards back. And like, that's not even like Barry's ability to run the football was a lot better than football's ability to block in general. Like offensive lines in general weren't designed to block for guys like that. They weren't designed that. Like football wasn't designed for dudes (laughs) to be able to do that. Like you weren't supposed to be able to run back eight yards, then cut off two dudes, cross one dude without the basketball, then go the other way, then cut back through. Like this dude was doing things that no. If you're on the offensive line, you O-line, you must be turning around to see where he is. Where is he? (laughs) What is he doing? I'm supposed to be blocking, but block who? 
What side is he on? What hole is he about to hit? What he gap did. is he going to go to? He the doesn't gap. need gaps. He's he just Yeah, he just juked out like three players, you know, in the backfield. Plus the offensive through. line. Plus <laughs> the off. I'm just saying, I, I can't, I don't want to, because I don't want to portray it like, oh, the offensive line was so terrible and blah, blah, blah. You know, I know Dallas's offensive line was grandiose at that point, but they also had a straight, you know, what do they call that, east-west? North-south. There you go. One of them directions. Right. Emmett was going one direction to the next direction. He hit the A-gap, he hit the B, whatever that thing is, and then as right. soon as you couldn't see him, then you saw him, it was secondary, and he was burning them. And that was that. And that's what I want to bring it back to. That's what I want to bring it back to. I want to bring it back to Michael Jackson. And I know Emmett is your guy. Emmett is my guy. So it hurts my heart to to tell to tell you that Barry Sanders is better. Uh, But I'm telling you that because I always liken it to Michael Jackson and Prince. You know, like I always I always bring it back to Michael Jackson and Prince just because where you're going. I, I, I just see where you're going. just because Michael Jordan was Michael Jackson, he had beat it, he had bad, he had a whole bunch of hits in the '90s, right? And nobody ever knew this talented yeah. guy over here named LeBron James, who had more talents than Michael Jordan. You know, not the same player, right? More talents because LeBron would would throw that dime, and he knew how to make his team better. Jordan had to be taught. And and but but Jordan was dominant. No no doubt. You you go over to Paris and they know who Michael Jackson is. He's going to play bad. Everybody's going to go crazy. This is the same shit that I bring up every podcast because Michael Jackson is Michael Jordan. Okay. They're great entertainers. I'm excited. I'm excited because this is the chance for the listeners to see what it is that I do in our friendship. Right. Which is deconstruct all that bullshit you just said. Like I, I get to there, there's no bullshit. Like I can whoa, whoa. get out of box. And Let I gotta explain. get one 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 one, one more point. One more point. One more point. Okay, go get your elbow point. Get your elbow point. I'm writing right now. Like I'm not even drinking no more. Like I'm into this. What's up? Prince What's up? Prince played every instrument on yes. planet Earth. Twenty two. Yes. He learned he taught himself yes. how to play those instruments, right? Yes. LeBron, LeBron yes. plays every part of an offense. And defense, no, nah, he's not. I'm not even going to put him in that conversation with Jordan. He's not in that conversation with Jordan on defense. And uh, and I'm not going to make him <sighs> that great. Even though I remember times where LeBron yeah. did chase people down and block that shot. I'm I can, just going to say. I can remember a whole series where he locked down the MVP Derrick Rose. But continue, continue. Continue. But I am going to say that, that was a lot for that me, but that continue. LeBron is and he didn't have a Scottie Pippen helping him out. But continue <laughs> until he got a Dwayne Wade. But I'm I'm not going to say LeBron true, is true. is is prolific uh, on every level. But I'm just going to say he has more talents, right. more talents than okay. Michael Jackson. I can agree to that. He's not a scorer. I can agree the, that. In in the He's not a, a definite scorer in the way that Michael Jordan was, but he has he's good at a lot of different things. Just like Prince was definite score is a stretch since he's what number five scoring in the league all right. time range. Exactly. Like number exactly. five. So saying definite scorer is not 
like that's not the hill to die on there because because he has scored like he just wasn't scoring based but he has scored he has scored more points than ninety nine thousand other people here's here's where i understand your argument here's where i understand it instead of focusing on the negative let me focus on a positive it's 2020 covid you my man like let's let, let let's show love the cool thing about sports the cool thing about the music kind of in a way it's different from sports because you know music isn't necessarily as outwardly competitive as sports is but we still do the same thing as fans as people we try to put one person against another person and we try to compare things and and make up stories and create things with michael jordan michael jordan played basketball to destroy people that was the purpose of it that was it like i think the winning came with destroying people and he figured that out so if i destroy you then i'll probably win but basically everything about him and you're watching the doc so you're hearing him say it is this person did something i ain't like it so i destroyed him and then this person did something i ain't like him so i destroyed him this team did something so i didn't like him so i destroyed him and then we happened to win and that was great but i recognize that for me to win i need to destroy the people that's in my way, even if I have to construct people to be in my way so that I have the energy to destroy them. That that's you know, that's just how he functioned as human. That's just how he functions as a person. LeBron James played basketball for a completely different reason. I don't think LeBron James plays basketball to destroy people. I I just don't get that sense from him. I don't get the idea that he steps on the court to destroy the people that are standing in front of him. He seems like he wants to make friends. He seems like he wants to be people's buddies. And and that's just a different thing. (laughs) When you're looking at Michael Jackson and you're looking at Prince, you see kind of a similar dynamic. But whereas you're saying MJ and Michael, I kind of look at MJ more like Prince. It's just a different game. I see Prince as a dude who didn't actually perform any of this music for me. He didn't do any of this for the fans. He did this shit because he could do this shit. That's what he was about. I'm going to play 19 instruments. I don't give a fuck who listening. I don't give a fuck what nobody do. I'm out here doing it. You you understand what I'm saying? I don't care what the label tells me to do. I'm going to make up a sign and then like give my music away for free. Because I don't care about any Mm. of this. I'm out here being great because I'm great. Mm. Michael Jackson mm. seemed like he was much more understanding of the rest of what comes with that, like selling shit. Like Prince was never in a Pepsi commercial or like, no. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't even his lane. It, his lane was talent. Okay. And that's it. You, you feel what I'm saying? His level was talent and that's it. With you- Mike, Mike had talent. <laughs> But he also had the greatest producers. True. He had 30 years of hits before he was 11. Right. So it's not like he was new to the game. It's, it's not like he just showed up at 22 and was out here doing it. He'd been doing it since he was like nine, killing it. He had connections. He knew people. People knew he was the man. It's just a different thing. And I think 
when we're trying to compare people like that and compare things across the board like that, we got to look at what it meant for the individual. And I'm just making it up. I don't really know. But I no, no, you can, you kind of turned the turned around the argument. Except I know. For except deconstruction. That's what I do. Except for the fact that Jordan Jordan had the engine. He he had uh, Barry Gordy, Quincy Jones, all those. He had the engine of the NBA. He did. Just like Michael Jackson had the. But engine. not at first. But not at first. Not at first. There was a whole period of time, mm. about six or seven years, where he didn't have the engine, where he was no. kind of butting his head into the Isaiah Thomas, Larry yeah. Bird, Magic Johnson time. He and, was and, butting his head into that. Right. He was banging and, his head against that wall. He was banging his head against that. And I'll give him that. That's what is one of the things that made him great, is one of the things that you said earlier, which I have to admit, which was that time was great. He came in at a great time to be great. LeBron being great is different because it's not that much greatness. I mean, not in the same way. Not in the same way. There are great teams, the Spurs, the Warriors. I, I, I can't take anything away from any of those teams. But in terms of banging your head, again, like, it just was different. The storyline is different. Like, Michael Jordan's story is greater than LeBron James' story. And that's what makes Michael Jordan greater. And it, I'm not saying that because it makes sense. It's just what it is. They're going to do a documentary on LeBron in 25 years. Me and you are going to watch it. It's not going to be nothing like this. It's going to be completely different. It it's going to be some other... It's going to be some other shit. It's, it's, it's going to be like social issues and right. poverty and all types of shit that this thing doesn't deal with. This thing does not have anything. He had both his parents. He had brothers and sisters who I still haven't seen. He's like, he's just, he's just different. He, the story just lines up better for him. The story just lines. It's just, you don't have stories like that in, in anything like that. Like it, it, the dude was like the eighties, the night, like, Right, and I hate that. But yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, and you did flip around that that Prince conversation on me. You did. I tried to. Michael's I tried mindset. To. Michael's mindset separated him apart from you know the whole engine because nobody had that level of pitch yes. that he did. Um, no. If I'm coming, no. if if I'm trying to come to a consensus because we're running no. over time, you know, I just want to come to a consensus. I understand. Your your Understood. your overall thoughts is that Michael Jordan is the self-proclaimed greatest basketball player of all time. To re-say it, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player that I never liked of all time. I said it before. <laughs> I stand by my statement. I don't like him. I don't care who he dunked on. I don't care. I mean, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care about any of that. Personally, I'm a Knicks fan. I hate that. But in terms of the story, in terms of the history, in terms of the things that he had to accomplish, it's going to be very difficult for any player going forward mm -hmm. to, to, to do anything like that. Six championships, six MVPs, it's, it's just... The stats are, are monumental, right? It's, and I it's do the numbers agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you for that time period. But I'm not going to take away from it. <laughs> I'm not going to take away from a Kobe Bryant that deserves to be just as much in that conversation. And you shouldn't. No. And, and you I shouldn't. And I, I don't, don't take away from Allen Iverson. I don't take away from 
a lot of people. I understand. Right, right. And I'm not going to take away from uh, 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 what's my man's name? Uh, Bill Russell. Definitely not going to take it. I don't care if he was playing against, you know, 10 teams yeah. and, and they were yeah. all white with nutters. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. He, he can yeah, have a whole it. bunch of dishwashers and <laughs> post office workers. Yeah. Like he beat he, up he, on those post office workers. He yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah. He had Look those bartenders beat. Right. He had those just, bartenders beat. Just like you right. said at the beginning of this podcast, right. you said something. You said something that resonated with me. You're right. You're looking to see who's hustling, even though the time right. period we're in. We're in the shit. Right. We're in this uh, COVID, this quarantine. But you're gonna have respect for the hustle it's, that's that's taking it. It's revealing. It's revealing. It's revealing the people who are trying to get after it because now you can see it. Now it's nothing but people that's moving and people that's not. And there's all types of different reasons. And there's all types of different things going on, and there's all that. But at the end of the day, you can see, you can visually look at who's moving, who's doing things, and who ain't. And that's not like a judgment. That's not like one is better than the other. Mm -mm. It's just some people are, you know, somebody decided we're going to use Instagram and do this versus thing. And I still don't understand how they haven't monetized that. (laughs) But like that, like. They just came up with that. Like they, they just hustle. Set, they hustle, because hustlers hustle. Like that's right. what they're gonna do, especially mm-hmm. when everything shuts down and there ain't nothing left to do but hustle. But you know, I'm working. So, so TD in in closing, I feel like this sure, is the sure. most this is the most respectful respectful conversation we had, and maybe that's because be, we're becoming Ever. old as shit. You know, uh, washed, washed as fuck. How much time do we have? Nah, uh, we got two minutes to wrap this up. So you go ahead. Give, give your final thoughts, Jerry Springer. Go ahead. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Do you still, in 2020, with COVID and Donald Trump and no basketball and no football, do you still think the cannabis beat LL in that battle? I think... T- that TD. Boom. Now cut it off. Now don't even say it. Like, like tease it and then stop. <laughs> tease it and then stop. Because you're going to say something crazy. No, 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 no. Keep following. No, no. I'm not going to say like anything crazy. Like you said something about cannabis, and I feel like that switched the whole mode of the conversation that ends <laughs> our, our political battle that we've had here. Because I think this is the most friendliest we've ever kept it. You know. Well, yeah, we, we got gloves on. We got gloves on in yeah. all this in the battle. Usually we're, we nothing deep. We're family. I, and it's okay. I feel like that's actually really good and it shows growth. But this is where we get to tear that down for the, for the listeners for later, for the next time, a little teaser. Do you still think cannabis won that? Because you believe that when you dropped me off in Largo, Maryland, and we argued about that like cats and dogs. I'll like say this about I'll say dog. this about for cannabis. About 15 years. For I'll about this, 15 years. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna be well received because I know we're in that new space where we can look at each other's thing with empathy and understand where the other one comes from. <laughs> but you understand. You're about to say something wild. I like you, but you're about to say something wild. Let me set while you talk. God. Let me set slow while you talk. 
I need to save Chloe that Jones. for another time because we need to unpack the fact that cannabis Understood. won that LL conversation. Oh my God. <laughs> Listener, my dear listener, listener, dear listener, it's been wonderful being on the show. It's been wonderful talking to you, my brother. I really appreciate it. It's, Yo, I love you, man. It's the most it comes fun from I've a had real in a place. While. It Absolutely. Comes from one of the realest places in my heart. Absolutely. But you're still carrying this bullshit with you. And I, it's 2020, you, we, and you can let it go. And just you like can let I, it go. And just like I told SKB on the last podcast, that's another yes, show. Yes, sir. Another show, because <laughs> I'm because I'm definitely gonna get at you with this LL. You you said LL and cannabis. It, it was Eminem and cannabis at one time. I you know okay and yeah. Like, I don't even know why you did that because <laughs> if there was any beef there, we know where that went. Eminem went to the top of the chart. He did. Cannabis he did. went to the Marine Corps with me. Like, what are you talking? Like, he was in the Marine Corps with me. Like, what do you like? That's obvious there. Like, I, I don't and there, know. If and there are probably that. people listening that don't even know why we're talking about a weed plant. And you know, it's as simple <laughs> as like we're not yeah. even talking about yeah. music right now. To some people, we're listener, talking about listener. Do your googles. Do your googles. Put in can I bust. And then oh listen to the Y Clef production. And then just um, and then listen back to the last like two minutes of this conversation and listen to this guy <laughs> say anything about any other artist. Just listen to the Y Clef production. My my listen brother. Listen to this dude rap. My brother. Listen. My brother. Hold on. We'll talk I've had line. I've had yeah, I've had two New York podcasts at this point back to back. Well, I've had Sean Benton in between that, so so I can't say back to back. Blah blah. But y'all blah, y'all blah. are y'all are a lot in New York. Um, I appreciate your energy, man. And uh, absolutely, man. I you know, I appreciate the look. It's a good we look. It's, we don't like we I don't talk before. nearly enough, and I see why. It's and I it's see, and it's I because the conversation clef. sound weird now because we agree. Because we agree more, it like, does, and that's yeah, why we don't yeah. talk as much. True. Because we agree more, True. we agree more, and so the, it's kind of like the dynamics are different, which is why I brought up the white left thing because I need a pivot to hammer. You're wrong this on. You understand what I'm saying? Like you're still wrong. Like in 2020, you about to be 39, and you're still wrong, and you're just not gonna get that up. Like you're just gonna rock with that. <laughs> And like raise babies and like feed, you know what I'm saying? And like go to work and be the boss and still be thinking this. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Like you're listen, still thinking. At this point, Stephen A., you are now two minutes over time and I need to cut you off. I got you. Got you. I'm done. I love you, bro. I'll talk to you later, man. I love you too, bro. We'll talk, man. When you hit me up, I got you. Peace. <laughs>